Welcome listeners back to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook, here with my fellow dream worker, Ellen Ronis. It's great to see you, Ellen. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been a, it's been a minute, yeah. It's been a minute. So um, you were saying you hadn't been remembering your dreams, but now you are again? Yeah, yeah. It's been a really anxious time for me. You know, I struggle with anxiety. Yes. For those who don't know that, um, <laughs> for those who know me, they know, but, right. um, and, um, I think like high, high intensity. So yeah. when that happens, I don't sleep well and I don't dream well, yes. I don't remember. But last night I just kind of was like, had a talking, I, I gave myself a talking to. Remember so your dream? I calmed down and I did a meditation and I like, you know, That's so right. yes. And then, so I slept really well and I remembered a couple of dreams and they were really pretty interesting. And I think related to what's going on in my life, which. Would you consider that dream incubation? How would you coin that? Because that's something I feel like um, we all need to know how to do too. Yeah, you know, I didn't. Mind. I didn't consciously do that. Okay, but I consciously had better what they call sleep. Sleep. What do they call it? Sleep. Um, hygiene. <laughs> I, I actually, I have never heard. You never heard that term, sleep hygiene? Yeah, hygiene? Like, I don't think so. A lot of people have issues with sleep partially because they do things like eat too late, which, right. oh, that's me. Right. And, you know, watch TV or, or like you know, use the bed for too many things. Not right, exactly. Anything. Exactly. Things like that. Are you know, leaving the lights on or like all kinds of things are not, you know, so, yes. so just like I definitely was very consciously, you know, making sure I get, you know, I just got in the bed early and had my journal handy and I did a little meditation. I really needed to calm down. I was yes. like, about something particular, which I'll share after, but, um, um, would you consider, do you consider yourself to have a meditation practice? Um, I do, but I'm, I'm fairly lax about it, you okay. know, <laughs> to be honest, like I have, I go in and out, like probably most of us, I sure. go in and out, you sure. know, Sure. Um, I do, I do TM meditation. Okay. And can you uh, describe what, what does that mean? Yeah. So that just means, you know, you have to get a mantra. So somebody gives you a mantra, you know, you pay them like a ridiculous amount of money <laughs> to get transcendental meditation. Yeah. Transcendental meditation. That's what it is. And so they give you a mantra and it's just a sound. It's not a word. It doesn't mean anything. So it's not supposed to kind of, um, stir up any thought or any you know image it's just a sound and so you okay. recite it inside your head you just recite it over and over and the idea is that you know it's like looking at a candle or anything i think it's just yes. that when thoughts start to wander you just yes. come back here yes and there's something about that that allows the unconscious to kind of bubble up from underneath without you really thinking because you're you're on your you're on your mantra so you know sometimes vibration. Really well. I, yeah. we always talk about vibrations the vibrations of the world. I mean, we used to say, "Oh, he has good vibes," but now I think we're a little more, a little more detailed about what yeah. that means, you know. Yeah. The sound healing and that everything, we you know we have the symphony of the stars and there's so much of what I've been learning for the past many years has been about the vibration in yeah. in our world. 
So I think that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, yeah, like chanting and stuff is definitely vibrating your inner own energy. This yeah. is an internal chant, so it's not yes. the actual physicalized vibrations, but Bring it inside. Yeah, yes, yeah. So it's pretty great when I do it, <laughs> when I yeah. do it consistently. I mean, they're, they 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 want you to do it twice a day for twenty minutes each time. Okay. If I get if I get twenty minutes once, it's like hallelujah. Yeah. So, you know, twice a day, I'd be like a different person, which is probably the point. But anyway, uh, I do the best I can. And so that's that's where it stands. And I haven't been doing it for a while. So so doing it really, I think, helped settle me down. I also lit Shabbos candles. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, my friend in California was, has been doing it. And, and so we sort of did it together. And uh, that was really sweet. That just also yeah. like took me in a little bit. So yes. I think those processes are really good if you're trying to get to your dreams and trying to get to something deeper in yourself to do that before before bedtime. And Well, I, I have been learning <clears throat> for so many decades now, but, but more specifically this past year, how um, that liminal place, which we always talk about between, you know, falling asleep and then sleeping mm -hmm. right in the middle of that, uh, well, be right before I sleep, this is when I have found it an amazing time for me to do my extended prayer meditation, mm -hmm. my prayer walk, mm -hmm. you know, prayer cathedral. So, but I would just recommend that too if you want to start doing your medicate your meditation twenty minutes twice a day. That that might be, the, you know, you don't have to like even carve out a time. Just when you drop to go to or are you like? chasing sleep by the tail is, is it hard for you to fall asleep no not oh. really not i mean unless i'm really something's really like chemically going on like a, you know uh, uh, things are imbalanced physically yes. or something but no generally not generally i'm pretty good to fall asleep okay um okay. but so i like yeah i like doing a meditation before it shouldn't bother you then right before you go to sleep because i could see if someone has trouble sleeping and then they finally get in the mindset where they could fall asleep then you don't want to bring them to like something they have to do. You know? Well, I think it's hard to do that. I, when you're absolute, when you're about to fall asleep, I don't know that your your consciousness is definitely like you said that liminal in between. You'd have to have a lot of consciousness to actually sort of come into that space and do something internally. I think, I but um, sounds like that's what you do. It that's sounds what like you do it, and. When something will come into my mind, it's like, oh, I want to think about that. I want to think about what that, you know, lawyer had said about that politician, but I don't want to think about it right now because right now I'm in my meditation. And I, in my head, I picture myself, you know, consciously putting it on a shelf. Uh huh. And uh -huh. then I try after the meditation, if I, you know, if I'm still cognizant enough, I try to you know, I have the way I end it. And then I try to look up on the shelves and uh -huh. many times I can remember. In the meditation, you mean? After, after I have oh, oh, uh -huh. Yeah, it's still in the meditation. In that foggy place, you know, I have just finished my, my meditation. And then I want to pay mind to the things that had originally distracted me. Mm -hmm. And so I put them on the shelf and I figure, I can't just leave them on the shelf. I have to then go see mm -hmm. what it was or else 
you know, that's not going to work for me anymore. You know, for me, that all sounds like way too much my mental. Yeah, I know. And I am so I am such a mental person. I don't yeah. mean you know. I mean, <laughs> my, <laughs> let me rephrase that. <laughs> my mind is very active. <laughs> Like already like 24 seven, like so you're, you're a more visual person. I would think I'm like, I'm like words, 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 words. And I'm trying to, I'm, I'm better now at being more visual with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like mind training, this meditation training. I'm better. Well, what, I, what I mean by, by when I say my mind is, it's like my, it's not in a good way. My mind is not in a good way. I'm, Chattering. Like, yes, there's a lot of chatter. And so if I'm falling asleep and then and then I'm and then oh let me do this thing and let me go to the that not work for me personally. Like yeah, I need that's I really need to just keep going in and in and it's in. All trial, it's all trial and error. You know, it's all it works, yeah. It really is about learning about yourself and what's yeah, yeah. and like staying on yourself because if we wish to live authentically. If we want to live in a way that we are growing and improving and, you know, learning and becoming ever still, mm-hmm. I think that um, we need to find what works in our own mind. We always talk about the mind. It's like the last unexplored vestige of our world. Well, now we're I mean, obviously space is also unexplored, but we're starting to explore space. But, you know, we, 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 we scuba dive in the oceans. We, we're now starting to explore space. But mm-hmm. the mind, the mm-hmm. mind is like so underutilized. We're, we're only just beginning, right? No, I think just, science is just beginning to, to do all, these, uh, all this research on the mind, it's, it, which is pretty exciting, you know, what the mind is capable of. Like all that neuroplasticity yes. research and how we can like really reprogram our brains. I'm I'm still waiting for the for the tutorial on that one. Yeah, I'm waiting for the um narrated tutorial. Because, the cliff notes. Yeah, I don't even want to read it. I just want someone to read it to me. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm while I'm rewiring my brain, just kind exactly. Of- yeah. <laughs> um yeah i hear you i hear that yeah i think yes. um whatever works and we and it is trial and error we're all different yeah if we are so dedicated to and I feel, if we are so dedicated to explore yeah. our minds, and i'm sure a large part of it for me is that as my physicality became less reliable yeah. you know the imagination you could go deeper and deeper into the imagination so i know that had something to do with this Mm-hmm. That, that the less I can hike and be, you know, in beautiful places in nature and um, the more work I had to do on my mind. Internal. Yeah, I get that. I so get that. So every once in a while I have a, you know, a thought like, what if I didn't have my body? What if, you know, something happened? Right. Like I would want to die. I think I would just want to die because I'm so physical. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe I would for a little bit, but then yeah. I would do like what you're doing. There would be like more internal, yes. you yes. know. And and what a gift, what a gift that is, you know, that you have that really maybe more than more than a lot of people. And so what's that quote like, and with this gift comes great responsibility, Mm. something like that, you know, and maybe that's true too, you know, because Mm -hmm. 
yeah. I do have opportunity to delve on the yeah. inner verse and the inner yes. The innerverse. I like that. I like that very much. Yeah, that's really cool. The innerverse. The innerverse. Like nothing. first. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's your that's your superpower. <laughs> so and then yeah. So I don't want to take all this time away from where we could okay. be exploring your dream. All right. Well, I'll 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 dig in. Um, <clears throat> I do. There's things that are going on in my waking life. Do, do you want me to say them before so that you have a, or should I just do this and then say it after? Say them after. Okay. I am going to teach something about food to children. I was in a hotel room and there was an audience down in the big room that I thought would be, and, and I thought I would be teaching, I thought it would be going to be an adult audience, okay. but it turns out somehow it changed to, uh, to children as my focus, but somehow it felt right to do that. Like somebody else changed it. And I was like, you know what? That's, that's what it should be. Like somebody else suggested. And I was like, that's more correct. I should be teaching to children. Okay. Food. That was number one dream. Number two dream is, is it okay to just go on? Yes, please. Just okay. go on. Um, <clears throat> I'd been on a radio show or a podcast. Here we are. Um, <laughs> I shared my opinion about something political, even though, it was not the subject matter of the show. And um, it seemed like somehow like a natural flow to the conversation on the podcast to me. But when I went back to the hotel room, Tim, my ex-husband, who keeps popping up in my dreams forever and ever, amen. Um, and I were laying in the bed, it sort of intertwined. And he said, um, I shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> that I should for some reason he felt like I shouldn't have done that like that was like he was giving me feedback and he was like yeah it was it was good but like I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't have shared my opinion on that show for some reason and oh. we and then we attempted to make love and it was super tepid <laughs> it was just like I, would, I wouldn't have done that <laughs> I wouldn't have done that <laughs> and then the third the third dream was simple all I remember was simply that I couldn't hear I couldn't hear out of one ear and then I could hear, and then I couldn't hear out of the other ear. Oh, wow. It was weird. I woke up, I was like, uh-oh, is, is there something wrong with my hearing? Yes. So that was just a, like a little little snippet. But um, yeah. Do you so, want me to just kind of say things about it? or do you Well, I, I first want to ask um, some specific questions. So give a, a quick, you know, like one word title for each of the three. Okay, the first one would be, I think it's supposed to be about food. Okay. I'll tell you more about that. Later. Yes. Why I think that's the title. I think it's supposed to be more about food. Okay, and then the second one. I'm getting an aha. Um, the second one, uh, I don't know, something like, like it's a, like there was something about it being okay for me. It was, it's okay, it's okay to, say my opinion, even if it doesn't okay. seem appropriate. I don't know how to title that, but yeah. it's okay. And then the third? I'm going to say it anyway. And the third, I don't know. I don't know what the third is. It's just like, uh, um, I'm scared I'm not hearing or I'm not hearing right. Right. I'm not hearing right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I just want to say 
Those were a lot more than one word. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just kidding. I, I, you know I'm not good at the titling. No, <laughs> I know. And I, I didn't need to, I didn't mean to put it as a challenge. <laughs> so, um, so if I, I, I'm just right away, well, of course, I'm drawn to all of them, but the, I want to, talk about the hearing one first for some reason if you don't mind um so any any associations from waking life um i mean lately i have been wondering if i'm losing hearing a little i mean i know i'm losing hearing just a little bit in one ear i think it's been sort of like that for a while i mean i hear perfectly fine everything yes. but yes so there's nothing specific at all nothing happened there wasn't you know Okay. So, but it's just, yes, there is a little bit of hearing loss, but I don't think it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like there's any connection to waking life. Okay. Um, if this were my dream, I had a thing where well, I used to have a real roller coaster of symptoms with the multiple sclerosis. I was, I was having relapsing remitting. So it's like a roller coaster of like losing the feeling in my, in my hands or, you know, going getting itchy on my back or you know there's everything that your neurology could be connected to which is everything in your body um could could fail and so um at one point someone called i picked up the phone and i couldn't hear them and i realized i can't hear out of my right ear so i went to a neurological ophthalmologist and he was i don't think he knew i had ms when when he saw me and he's like it's remarkable you you can hear you could hear tones and volume you know not volumes but tones um with your right ear but you can't make out human language so apparently there was a separate nerve for deciphering human language mm -hmm. and um and he was amazed because he didn't realize i i was pretty amazed also he didn't realize I had multiple sclerosis and I didn't, I never knew that the ear was built like that. So that's making me want to think of, you know, if I lose hearing, if I lose hearing, that actually is a great loss. I think about it because uh, my, my friend. Really big loss to me. It's, would you, what did you say? It would be a really big loss to it me. It would be a really I mean, big loss. You know, it's hard to imagine, like, anybody would say that, right? Right. Who isn't, hasn't already lost their hearing. <laughs> Everybody would be like, I you can't even imagine what it would be like, how your world would be. Yeah. So, you know, I just, it doesn't even. I heard something once about, I don't know if this is true. I'm sorry if I'm spreading rumors. Serial killers often are hard of hearing or can't hear. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Never mind. I'm telling tales out of school. I don't. I don't know, and the, I don't know that it's relevant. But okay. <laughs> but to me, that means that there's our our auditory sense is so vitally important. Yeah. That yeah. we, you know, hearing the birds, hearing the frogs at night, oh, hearing, yeah. you know, yes, whatever it is, the water, the wind. You know, it's, yes. and that's yeah. not even to mention each other's voices yeah. and song. And yeah. I just, I think that that could, that would 
take away a lot of the pleasure out of life to I would think so to lose that yeah so okay can you can you take us through a reality check just one dream to the next sure so the reality check of the first dream where I'm um kind of in a hotel room and getting ready to to do this um, lecture that I think is going to be to adults, but then somehow I get a message somehow. I don't know if it's somebody came in or, um, you know, and said, you're going to be teaching about, you're going to be teaching this about food to children. I mean, I was going to be teaching about food to adults, but. Was this a, was this a, a cooking class as well? I don't know. It wasn't, it was just like a lecture and I don't really know exactly what I was teaching, but here, but here's, so here's the reality check. I have recently signed up for a three month long, very intensive um, course, course creation webinar. Okay. So it teaches you how to create a course online yes. and it, the course can be absolutely anything whatsoever, whatever you feel like you're good at, whatever you want to teach. And they take you like literally holding your hand, like how to get to the ideas, how to flesh out the ideas, how to say, you know, who is your audience, um, whatever, how is it going to go, the structure, the whole thing. Yeah. So we're at the very, very beginning stages of like, what is your idea? You have to know that before you could do any of the next levels. And so right. I'm like racking my brain because I have some, I have some idea, um, but I can't, I just can't make it work. I can't make it. I can't figure out what, who my audience is. I can't just, I've been literally racking my brain and my brain. Like when I get anxious, then I get anxious, yes. too many things going around. And I freeze. My brain feels like it's gets frozen. <laughs> so, so yeah. anyway, that that's a little bit of aside. But like, yeah. um, somebody yeah. mentioned. Um, oh, it was like a person who I don't really know that well, but she knows a little bit about me. She knows I like to cook, and she knows I'm a good cook. And she said, "What about teaching people like how to make soups?" And now, I mean, you know, okay, that's not exactly where you know I was going more with like you know, somatic, like movement and art and, you know, like a little bit deeper in the world, you know, but I, but I, when I, when she said that, I was like, you know, what if I were to do something with food? I mean, I do love food and people have said like, my food is like restaurant, restaurant quality. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm not saying that to brag. Cause I don't know that. I just, now I'm hungry. <laughs> I just cook and eat and I like, know what I like. And, you know, yeah, I, do, I, sure. I, I think that's a beautiful talent. It, it, it actually is. I mean, it's really, it just, it's, it's warming and you know, it warms me and it's, it's fun to literally think. and figure. Yeah. And it's also soothes my anxiety. So it can, it could, you know, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off onto a little tangent, but the reality is that I'm working through yes. the ideas in my mind about what to do yes. for this person. I have to do it really soon. I have to do it like within about a week. I have to figure out. Now, this doesn't have to be a permanent thing, but it's just for now, for this course, which costs a lot of money, like I'm going to make this work. <laughs> so, so I, I, feel like I, pressure I and love I, the idea of, of cooking. And when you had said, that you were thinking of the arts and you want maybe to get a little bit deeper. My first thought was, well, how could you get deeper than, than the food you'll, you know, cause you can also make it look beautiful or, you know, and, and how do you get much deeper than something you're literally interesting? Well, yeah. That's a really interesting way of looking at it. Actually. I think I was thinking of it in terms of like, 
you know, like, you know, you teach what you know, right? You teach who yes. you are, what you need to learn. You're like two steps ahead of your, your people pretty yes. much. <laughs> so, you know, for me, my anxiety has really been lifelong and I recognize it as such now. I don't think I always did, but, um, and I wanted it to be about anxiety, but like not about anxiety, like anyone can just Google about anxiety, but like sure. tools, you know, and the tools that I use are writing, movement, art, cooking, and probably some other things, but those are things that I actually like being out in nature. So rather than making it so broad like that, I do love the idea of cooking as a way to relieve anxiety. Yes, I love that. It's kind of cool, right? It's very particular. It's very, it's very cool. Niched. Anyway, I think that's what the dream was saying. Like so. that was that's my reality check, and like that's you know. Yes, beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I don't know about the children aspect of it, but maybe there's something about the kids in there somewhere with food and I don't know. Um. When I was in high school, my best friend's mom taught um, cooking classes to preschoolers at, uh, at the Y. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. And she loved it. I mean, what better way for a young child to learn about you know, measurements and counting and absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is cooking is involves a lot. I mean, the way I cook, I'm pretty much like eh, a little bit. Here's my teaspoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not really, but you know, but you you could. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's a reality check of that one. Okay. Next one, reality check. Like, I don't know, here we are on a podcast, but I think also I've been thinking about doing a podcast myself right. um, that has to do with, you know, the arts, anxiety, and oh, how to manage it and how I manage it and how to, yeah. I don't yes. know what, how to help people manage it through different yeah. things. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Therefore, you can be doing both things the, the in person cooking class and then the online class that can be also the, the visual arts, the physical arts, the vocal, whatever, mm -hmm. all of that can be a part of more of an online yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, it could be different sections for yes. different, um, yeah, like, okay, so the, the next two, you know, three sections of the course is going to be like how to use cooking as a way to relieve your anxiety or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that would work, but anyway, it's just kind of a, an idea. So, um, Stephen Larson taught us to look at, you could look at a dream this way, but I'm looking at the three this way. It's like three different parts. There's the crisis and that would be, what am I going to teach this class on? Mm -hmm. And then the lysis. And I guess that's like the unfolding of how and then it's the conclusion so not really sure how the third one would be the conclusion except maybe i'm instructing myself to listen a little more deeply into what my inner self needs to be doing right now and and maybe that's why it was like with the hearing it was like yeah. Can't exactly. hear, can't hear. So maybe I just need to like, yeah, really, yeah. Uh, just open, that. open yourself back up, and yeah, and and sink, sink in a little bit. You know, like that's yeah. that's the only place the solution or the answers ever come from. That's right. 
everything never comes from my head. It never comes from anyone's head. It's just too much, you know, yes, our heads are good. My mind is good. It's all that part of the equation. Yeah, it's like I can employ my mind when I need to, when I need to organize things or pay the bills or get to work or, you know, decide which clothes to put on. I mean, there's many ways to do that. Yes. And yeah, knowing what my soul yearns for is never going to be it's never going to be known from that place so right yeah right so um somehow my dream snippet kind of reminds me of the whole process and just to say um i had a dream that i was that i found out i was pregnant and i was like oh no i i can't do this at this age in my life i can't be having a baby and then like, will I be able to then see this baby through his life or her life? And I, my, my overall feeling was, I really don't want to be doing this, you know, uh, with a baby. You know, I'm doing it with a 12-year-old, doing it with a 24-year-old, but mm. we're good. <laughs> we're good. We've procreated. I'm enough. done. I'm done with that. I'm done. <laughs> so, um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My dream was just like, I've made the decision that I didn't want to be doing. I didn't, I don't know that. And it may have had to do with that now in our country, terminating a pregnancy is not a constitutional right anymore. Right. We don't necessarily have that choice anymore. So it could, maybe it's that. It's like, well, what would I do? So I, I haven't really put myself in those shoes because in my child rearing years, um, I, abortion was legal, you know? And so uh, maybe just put, putting myself in the shoes of a younger woman who has this right taken away from her. So even if she doesn't wanna do this, she doesn't have a right not to. So I'm thinking it might have something to do with that. Hmm. How did it feel? Um, I, I mean, I was glad when I woke up. Uh-huh, you're glad. <laughs> I, oh, I don't really have to deal with this. You know, this is just something. Funny, different. I had a dream recently. I think, did we talk about that dream? Where I was my age, 62, and I was and I was pregnant. No. Yeah, I and I didn't write it down, unfortunately. So I don't know what else was around surrounding it, but I just remember that. I'm like, what? Well, to me, and that this is why I was concerned that I wanted to abort this baby, because often I think of a baby in a dream as something new. That will be created. Yeah, so I was that's, say that. that's, but and and if I but I'm feeling like no, I don't want to create this. So there's something new that I'm realizing isn't the best course of action for myself. And is there something in waking life that's kind of a reality check there about um, that? Is there nothing that I can bring to mind? But I'll certainly think about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think about that too, about babies right. and pregnancy, that it's like being pregnant exactly. with an idea, with a concept, exactly. a project, exactly. um, a, new, a new thing. And usually, I, it's a, for me, it, it feels always like a good sign, like something's brewing. Um, but it sounds like in your experience that 
that that was not okay somehow. You know, and uh, I do have a project brewing, but I'm not gonna put that because I don't. I'm not gonna put that project into the mindset of oh, I could just abort it because I don't want to abort it. Mm -hmm. I want to birth that project. So I don't know if this is indicating to me that there might be more hurdles to doing it or if that's just more emotional i just don't know what i feel like that dream might be in its own way um advising caution for me with if i heard you tell me that dream i would i would say exactly what you said like well is there something new that well, yeah, maybe about like, like there's something that feels uh, like that's not the way. That's not the way, like that there's this project that is brewing in you, whatever yes. it is, and you want to do it in waking life. It yes. feels a little bit like maybe explore the op the ways to make that thing happen. Okay. Because like being pregnant at your age and like already having kids like that's not the way that's right. that's not the way to make this happen that's not the way so like maybe it's just about like seeing if there are other options or something or other avenues or other yes uh, um you know it's kind of what happened for me in my first dream whereas like i had this i was going to do a thing and then somehow there was this voice or a person or someone said yes you're going to do it this way. <laughs> right. And it came from an external source. It came from external. And it was why well, it came from inside myself, but it came in the dream. It came right. from an external source. And it was just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So it might be that there's something, some way yes. that is even better that you don't know yet. I love that. Yeah. I want to tell, tell your second dream again. Because that's the, the, the lice, that's the, um, the, that's second the problem. Dream. Yeah. yeah. The second dream was that I was on the, on a podcast, a radio show or a podcast, and I had yeah. said something like I expressed oh, my beautiful yes, viewpoint yes. about something, and I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh yeah, that blah blah blah, and you know, kind of strongly yeah. said that in, in the you know, sort of in the chat or the conversation. Right. Yes. And, yes. And came back to the hotel room, and Tim was there, and we were like laying on the bed, sort of intertwined, kind of downloading yeah. about it, and he was like, oh, it was really good, except you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done that. I, you shouldn't have done that. You, you shouldn't have done that, he said. You shouldn't have right, done that. It's a good thing we're different people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the implication was. I shouldn't have done that because, you know, I don't know if it was dangerous to do so. Or, or like offensive. Offensive, dangerous, or like I interjected in a place that it didn't belong. Yeah. That's kind of what it felt like, but yes. um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And the host the host was talking. <laughs> the host was hosting and there you go, stepping on her toes or his toes. Just kidding. Well, I think that those are wonderful. And I see that we have two minutes forty five seconds. And because we're I feel like the past couple were shut were you know, shortened, I do wanna say goodbye mm -hmm. before I say goodbye to you. So listeners Thank you for accompanying us and we wish you sleep sweet dreams. Holomode Metukin. Sweet dreams, everybody. So long. So that that's real interesting. So
was this just last night or a couple of nights ago? Last night. Last yeah. night. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there was something I wanted to ask you, but like later, but now I can't remember what it was. Well, call, call me. Call me later. Yeah. I'll be here. I, like what well, was right there and I just completely lost it. Gave me this gave me a lot of food for thought. Oh, good ideas of like, as my physical limitations, you know, limit me, my, um, my imaginative skills. I love that. I love that. Really having an opportunity to, to be built, to be yeah. built into yeah. how does this work? And will that work? And was it, you know, I've changed things around so much in my mind, but the fact that I'm giving this much attention to it is something that I probably would not be doing if I could be out, yeah. out running around and exactly. right? yeah I know I I don't want to say I envy that but no, I no. no I really you know but and, and like to just be able to see the gifts of different ways of being in the world yes right? like we're all like everybody you know we all have right. dysfunctions and you know I have my mental thing that goes on yeah we all have different that things that like we have to deal with, with. Yeah, like I do deal with that. I mean, I, I joke about it and laugh about it. And it is, you know, ADHD and anxiety are real things. And I manage so well in life, but like sometimes I feel like a little cuckoo. Yeah. I really feel like a little crazy. And just, so I'm just saying that that's my thing, you know, like. Listen, if you're cuckoo, like, what does that say about me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I do have totally, a lot of totally fabulously kidding. cuckoo friends. So, so we should say goodbye because it says less than one minute. Less than one minute. Yeah. Well, we already did say goodbye. <laughs> no, but I mean to each other. <laughs> each other. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I can't. I hope this is going to be, this is going to be edited out, I assume. This part. Come on. Let's just end it. I, I don't edit. When will you?